0: Life has a way of moving really fast, and as we wrapped up recording today, we stumbled across the sad news of Joan Lee. The wife of Stanley has passed away. It has been said before behind every great man, there is a great woman.
1: Their marriage was just as remarkable as uh, Stanley's career with comics. They've been married for 69 years. And uh, he actually met her when he was supposed to take a friend of hers, uh, or a friend out on a date. She was a British hat model, and they married uh, December 5th, 1947. And they were just absolutely head over heels in love and stayed together, like I said, for, for 69 years. Uh, it was just as storybook as it could possibly be. I would... I hate saying this at this time, but I... <laughs> i would love to see this made into a movie i would love to see their their love story yeah yeah my daughter's here with me too because it's just you know as we said life rolls on and sometimes things happen when we don't expect them to and and i'm very saddened to hear about the passing of joan uh 93 years old and uh our our thoughts and our our prayers and uh our love and everything goes out to to stand and i'm sure the world will be united uh and standing behind him, comic book world as well will be behind him, and uh, you know, and wishing him the best. And we, 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 love you, Stan. And we're we're so, so sorry uh, that you that you lost your, the love of your life. And uh, we're glad for the many, many, many years that you had, and, and hope that we can find happiness like you guys have. So, to Joan Lee, Stanley, we love you, and uh, and rest in peace, Joan. Rest in peace.
0: Nowhere California is ready to level up by lowering the bar. We are returning to the world of Kickstarter to evolve this production. Stay tuned to NowhereCalifornia.com, Facebook.com, slash NowhereCalifornia, and this podcast for further information.
1: I have made fire! <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: Hi. This is Josh.
1: And this is Nick.
0: And welcome to... Nowhere California. No,
1: nowhere California. That's correct. It's I know it's a hot minute, but well
0: no, it wasn't really like me being confused. I, I came a little when I said oh, that. Oh
1: man, this early? Yeah, well son of a bitch.
0: Trust me, that's not the only time I've heard that.
1: Well eh, well. Yeah. I'm, yeah shocked, it, right? I, I'm
0: gonna have to say like during the downtime I, I I've had to pay some professionals to to say that to me.
1: What did you come too early?
0: Yeah, yeah. and welcome to Nowhere California. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm following you. I I, I have some weird needs, okay? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I just, uh...
0: And Over the past, like the downtime and stuff, I learned of other certain people that have listened to this. And if you're listening to this now, I apologize. We, I know the discussion will be longer afterwards. Oh,
1: just wait, it's gonna get way worse because I've been
0: holding this in for about two months,
1: yeah, yeah, over two months. I think it's always the darkest before the dawn. Oh, hell yeah, so of oh, justice. <laughs> Sorry,
0: yeah, we, I think we'll be discussing that a little bit during this uh, because uh, we got so much to discuss.
1: Well, we can't. Discuss Wonder Woman without discussing that. So.
0: Well, some people can discuss Wonder Fuck Woman. Fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> Tired of it. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll have more
0: discussion on that later. Um. Yeah. We're back.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Uh, not so, all of us. No. No. We've. Uh, you know, we've we, kind of been scattered to the wind. We've had some. Uh,
0: ups and downs. Ups
1: and ups and downs. <laughs> You've had some ins and outs.
0: Yeah. Pooper issues. <laughs> <laughs> huh? During the downtime of this, I, I've 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 gone with a colonoscopy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they to put it uh, bluntly. They took a telephoto lens and stuck it, Sh-
0: shoved up my butt. Yeah,
1: stuck it around his pooper and got and, a picture of his uh, turd cutter. Yeah, you are like, wow, there's a unhealthy amount of semen in your butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everything went good on that. It was just the prep. Like honestly, I know the people listening to this either they're in that age range where they're about to hit that, or they're about, or they're past it. And uh, just honestly, there, there's no way. Like the actual procedure and everything, mm. no worries. It, it, they knock you out, and
1: you're mm. telling me like I need it or something. No, you're going to get to it. Oh yeah, I'll I get yet. to it sooner or later. Yeah. But let's just concentrate on later. Yeah, so far, but, my doctor uh, was uh, the old, uh, you know, tickle my marble bag while he stuck two fingers in my butt or yeah. a finger in my butt. Check my yeah, prostate. As long as it's fine. And I was like, mm, okay.
0: <laughs> but um, the prep, the laxative prep. Oh, good. Did they Lord. give you the
1: Go Lightly stuff?
0: What was the Go Lightly stuff?
1: It's it's a drink.
0: Oh, is it a big jug? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I got that.
1: Yeah, uh, go lightly is poorly named. Hor- horrible! You... It's horrible. There's no. It way It should to... be called ACDC's Thunderstruck Energy Cola. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, well, that makes it sound like it may taste good. No, no, I... it tastes horrible. Like the aftermath. Yeah, you, you, you expect it because you're doing what you're doing.
1: That's... So maybe an energy drink brought to you by Puddle of Mud. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because God, ugh, there's no way that. To... Prep for that flavor. and I.
1: Metallica's ride the lightning drink.
0: I <laughs> misread the instructions.
1: Oh, did you pour it right in the ass?
0: No. Oh. I thought I had to drink like a liter an hour.
1: <laughs> God. Oh, God. Please tell me you drank way more than you needed to. Oh, yeah, I did.
0: Until <laughs> my brother was like, dude, you just span this out. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But by that time, I was... <laughs> dis-
1: Fucking brown lawn sprinkler.
0: Like I said, the aftermath <laughs> was not the problem. To me. It, what was going on had to happen, right? It's the
1: freaking now, flavor. Did they, <laughs> did they uh, did they blow you up full of air?
0: I was out. Oh, they could have done that. They could have blown me up with oh, helium. You know,
1: because some people I know when they have uh, um, you know colonoscopies or if they have any type of surgery, or anything that involves the anus or the rectum, rectum damn
0: near killed them. That's <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, when it does any of that, sometimes they'll. Use a balloon or some type to to inflate you a little bit, so they can look a little bit more and get around in there. And there's all kinds of amazing videos online of people who get okay, recorded probably... afterwards, where they're just like,
0: <laughs> "Oh no, that was good after." Oh, were you? But yeah, I I I think I sprung to my feet a little too quickly. Because <laughs> like as soon as they got me into the recovery room, I'm, I was like on my feet, going like, "I'm ready to go." <laughs> <laughs> I feel wrong. You're
1: like, settle down, Tiger. <laughs> you not yeah. supposed to be this energetic after you had something that big. Oh, I wasn't pooping. energetic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm ready to go home. Because <laughs> it's just, it, I would just want to eat something.
1: <laughs> and the nurses are all, why is, do you hear the crying game playing? <laughs> Sign you in the corner. <laughs>
0: I need help. I
1: just, get out of here.
0: But enough. Uh, yeah. Um, it, to, I guess to any kind of tip I can give to anybody out there that's getting close to it, have New York Seltzer ready.
1: They're going to give you the tip. Here's a tip.
0: Yeah. Like you can only drink clear stuff. Wow. But New York Seltzer isn't on the list. They need to add it to the list because I drank so much New York Seltzer during that time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is definitely nowhere California for you. We open oh. up with talking about your asshole. <laughs> yes.
0: And, and speaking, it's good to be back. And speaking of my asshole, Phil's not here.
1: Yes. Okay, so. <laughs>
0: He's wh- listening to this right now. By night.
1: Phil's fuck like fuck that her. fucking bastard. Uh, Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll kind of spring you. You in. can
0: f- fill uh, us in on his uh, health issues because I'll fill we're you just,
1: on, this is the fill up on Phil
0: because we're just falling apart here. Uh, you had your hernia, I had uh, my hey, pooper. Fuck you. The
1: old fart over here is doing just fine.
0: Hey, no, you had hernia.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, from lifting a gigantic box of stuff at work. So,
0: oh wow, that was a wide opening for a cock joke.
1: It was. It yeah. was. So was that entire segment about your a hole. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> Anyhow, well, tell us how Phil's okay. Doing. So, dear Phil Morgan, uh, our our e- extremely boisterous uh, co-conspirator, I guess yeah. you call him,
0: podcast brother in arms. Uh,
1: Phil has unfortunately uh, degenerative. Um, I think it's, it's like
0: d- degenerative disc. Yeah, it's d-
1: uh, I'm sorry, degenerative disc disease. If I say that. Any faster than that, I sound like Josh does on the microphone all the time. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck woo, you, woo, woo, zinger. So anyway, he's There's he's had some problems where lots of fuckies. His um his nerves are getting pinched up a little bit from this, and um, he's had some issues with being able to travel and things like that. Uh, we will have an update very soon on his uh, health. I mean, we know that he's been able to get out and about. He's somewhat. Around, Yeah, he's up. He's up and moving around. We yeah. think he he reached his pain tolerance index and. You know the, the the peak of it, and it leveled out for him, so yeah, he was able so. to kind of function around that. But um, you know we're, we'll keep you posted as we find out more. So he's been sidelined. Uh, you know we are gonna we've, get we've a all menu. had some some different issues and stuff going on that have just kind of kept us away from the micro uh, microphone and other moment. reasons too. Yeah. So but, but we're back. But we're back. So and
0: um, I guess to move along, uh, the last episode we did, we talked about your running with uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, your social media.
1: I, s- I say my run-in like I was like, hey, how are you? And sh- oh, we're both married. Don't do that. You know, no. No, when uh, you're
0: alone with the bottle of Jergens and shh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't. We don't <laughs> need to talk about that. We just talked about my asshole for about ten minutes there. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true. It's true. He went from talking about his asshole to being an asshole. <laughs> Welcome to nowhere. Yeah. Uh So, okay, a few months back on social media. Uh, well, I should say a few months prior to. The release of Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, uh, Gal Gadot. Had, it was during WonderCon time, which I still need to post those interviews. Right.
1: So it, it, one, at one point or another, Gal Gadot had posted something on Facebook uh, to the effect of it was a uh, almost like a Silver Age drawing of, of um, Wonder Woman, uh, and she's pregnant, and so she says, "My superpower was creating life, and you know, creating children, and bringing them into this world. What's yours?" So she left it out there, and I, I roughly to the effect of because I. I Contrary to popular belief, don't have it memorized. Yeah. Um, I should. But I posted on there that uh, I'm a father who supports the dreams, the hopes and dreams of his children, and tells them to stand by their convictions and raises them to be strong and independent for themselves. And, um, you know, they don't have to lean on anybody for anything. They can just be their own person, you know. Something simple to that effect. And uh, I was out to dinner with the wife and got an alert on the phone, and it said Gal Gadot <laughs> responded to your <laughs> I was all... Fuck off. You're uh-uh. probably like,
0: Christina, are you going to yell at me? <laughs> yeah, all, all right, at that point, I didn't care. If it oh, no, resulted like, in a uh,
1: divorce, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. This, this is
0: going to be one of those only times I'm going to point out another right. woman contacts me on the phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so Galgado, there she is. But also too, Christina was like,
0: be, and also this woman would never give me the time of day. Right.
1: So she, But she did give me the time of day, and that's the thing. And social media, just <laughs> shut up. It's my dream and my fantasy. Stop, Stop fucking it. on it. Uh So, (laughs) she just basically responded back, that's a great superpower to have. And I squeed and took a picture of it, and it was all exciting. Spread it around. Rightfully so, very justified. Captain, oh, no, don't get nice No! (laughs) Captain One-Upper over here (laughs) had to go out and get all fucking silly. Uh, We've we've been doing these quotes on um, our Twitter
0: no, not on Twitter, on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. I'm sorry. I yeah, but I do repost them on Twitter and everything because mm. Instagram gives you that option. Right. Every Monday on uh, Instagram uh, is Movie Quote Monday, at Correct. least with us, if you've been following us on Instagram. If you have, hopefully you listen and just not like us. There. because goes.
1: No, it's, not it's, like us. It's okay. It's a bridge. No, I it, know. <laughs> it's a 2 way bridge. It's a place to start.
0: Yeah. Um, but we've been I've been posting quotes there off and on and just elevating my game, right. how I post them and everything. Then I posted a quote from uh, Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. the quote from uh, Gene Wilder talking to Bart talking about his run-in with an old lady, mm-hmm. saying up yours and all that fun right. crap, and he's trying to make him feel better, and it's the Moron quote. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I get a like from an account called uh, Mel Brooks Official,
1: hmm. and I'm like, huh? So, let Maybe. me see if I get this right. I, I throw something out there on Facebook. Yeah, And one of the hottest women on the planet. One of the most amazing crusaders for women's rights and uh, just women's equality. Not only that, but one of the baddest, badass actresses on the planet. Oh, yeah. Comes out and says something to me, and I'm like, yeah. And you go out and get the funniest fucking man on the planet to like one of yours?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, even before I even decided to text you guys, Hmm. because it's the internet. Anybody right. can get any kind of screen name they want. That's true. They can call themselves official and be some idiot off to the side. And I'm, I'm right. kind of going. I went through, checked around. It was his official Instagram. So I went back through his posts on Instagram, and I'm like, okay, this ain't some lackey that's posting for him. This is this is Mel Brooks. Huh. So yeah.
1: I didn't even know you could get Instagram on your jitterbug. Ho oh, oh, Ho! zing. It was an old joke.
0: Mr. Brooks, that that is from Nick, not me. Oh, I
1: love that guy. Oh, He's yeah. one of the nicest people in the world. Oh god, yes. I remember seeing him on T M Z one time and some some uh, people ran into him in the streets. Uh, like he was just walking around in the in like LA. <laughs> and uh, somebody ran into him and he was like you know, he engaged with him and took selfies with him and was yakking it up. And, you know, I hear he's a really, really engageable person. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, thank Mr. You. Brooks. Appreciate
0: and in no way, shape, or form that influenced us to have uh, July being uh, Mel Brooks month for our movie quotes on no, Instagram.
1: No, not at all. We're, we we hold ourselves with integrity. It can take a hell of a lot more than just a like from Mel Brooks to get us to sway our entire month of movie quotes.
0: Yeah, we already got uh, one like from from the first one. Oh. Yeah which All was right. from Spaceballs. Yes. Barbs' quote of, funny, she doesn't look Jewish.
1: I love that one. Yeah. I love that one.
0: And we got a lot more coming, some odd ones, and uh, in no way, shape, or form, we're gunning for anything like maybe a comment or uh, uh, maybe a follow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what you call sucking the audio dick. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> This is pandering at its basic. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I cup those balls in. <laughs> He's
1: good, folks. He's good.
0: Yeah, but um, check out our Instagram. It's NowhereCA podcast. hmm And check out our quotes. And we also are up in our uh, Flashback Friday stuff, too. Okay. Because I have nothing better to do with my time.
1: <laughs> well, I mean.
0: minus recording. Masturbation. Whenever. Well, that's appointment television right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know we have the internet now right you don't have to like dvr that or wait for it to come on at prime time so you no. can watch it live or is that kind of your thing yeah that's my thing oh okay that's yeah. great. Right. That's great. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. everybody has their quirks um i guess uh where would we have to go next
1: well uh from gal Gadot and mel brooks i would say we'd move on to uh oh
0: the fact i was in a trailer
1: Yes. Oh, that's right. You were, weren't you?
0: There's been a lot of time since we've been yeah, at these events, and our and the rust is showing. Well,
1: you you have to you have to understand that our life usually involves so much day to day shit that sifting through it to find the nuggets of cool stuff is is <laughs> literally
0: sifting through nuggets. <laughs> yeah, not
1: fun all the time. It, it, it's trying to find a needle in a shit stack. Ooh. that's why you had to have a colonoscopy. You had it's, a needle needle in your shit stack. No. Whew. So. <sighs> But no, we No, that
0: shit stack is the uh, current place of employment for both of us.
1: <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, another very bullshit
0: very going on in my life. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's it's but you know the the day to day for us, but on on the positive notes besides uh, the
0: way I uh, touted this in and I guess my uh postings and in my own little side notes uh, uh-huh. this is this certain moment, especially like the Mel Brooks moment is uh basically I called it a movie nerd uh, achievement uh Movie Nerd Achievement Unlocked. Yes. Yes. And uh, with the Mel Brooks like and everything is one.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then this. Because uh, it was like last year we were invited to a film premiere uh, for Rogue Warrior Robot Fighter. Starring Tracy Brazil, uh, Marilyn Gigliotti. And I got the name right there.
1: Look at you go. And a
0: lot of great guys. And okay. just really good movie and everything. And, uh, well, how it usually rolls. I pass around the information to everybody and everybody goes... I can't. And I'm like. Well,
1: you have to understand in in the Hollywood glitz and glamour, a lot of things are dropped in our lap within like a day or two's notice If that.
0: I think if I remember correctly, the only reason I was even able to go to this one was because it was a three check month.
1: Yeah, it it just hit fast and uh you know, a lot of the invites that we get to go to, it, it's not that we're trying to snub people, it's just that we can't. I work graveyards and so I can't always just boom and split yeah. and go to these things and you know, and he's he's got work sometimes at uh three, four in the morning or works late that evening, you know, and fills, you know, situation. It's
0: just money. Yeah. It's and it, that's one of the reasons why by the next time you hear from us, finger crossed that it's not in two months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it won't be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will have the Kickstarter launched and rolling. Yes. And we'll discuss more of that later. But yeah. I went to the premiere, had a great time, great movie, talked to everybody, did some great interviews, caught up with Marilyn.
1: How's she doing? She's doing awesome. Did she said anything about me?
0: She mentioned the restraining order still stands. Man. Yeah. But <sighs> it should be not in effect when the LA Comic Con comes oh, back. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 So you can get your interview with her. And hopefully this time around, get your interview with John Paragon.
1: Oh man, you gotta hit me low, don't you?
0: No, no, that's not hitting me low. I that, know, I know. You know how much I wanted you to meet him.
1: I know. We've twice got now
0: to, got to meet him and geek out and squeal and everything. Now you gotta get the interview.
1: <laughs> so, do you know one thing that his state of constant in the nowhere California life? What we still go the fuck off the rails. Let's <laughs> yeah. get you back because I was really proud of this moment. Okay, okay,
0: so okay, went Robo to the Fire. premiere. Uh, everything uh, had a blast. Mm-hmm. Headed home. Meant to write a review, but unfortunately, life has a way of fucking me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so time just flew. I got the interviews posted. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to post the way I like to do it, and everything. But time just flew. And then uh, a couple months back, I got a uh, Facebook message from Tracy, the star of the movie. She's also a producer and everything like that. And she's like, "Oh, uh, we uh, never saw your review of it, but we need some quotes because we're getting ready to get this thing around and everything." Like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, how long, how quickly do you need them? She's like, if you can, by the end of the day, I'm like, okay. And I'm at work at this time. And I'm like, right. right. And it's going to be one of those long shifts. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get something figured out by the time I got the lunch, got some quotes off to her and everything. And she's like, Oh, these are awesome. Thank you. Then I'd say about, let's say three more months after that, I get some notifications on my phone and I have the nowhere, California, like hashtags and all that stuff, wherever nowhere, California gets mentioned. I'll get a notification. Right. So I get a notification of a Hollywood reporter article that has been posted and Tracy Burcell is given a bunch of thanks in the, the post, not the actual article, and we were part of it. It was think, uh, a special trailer thanks to Nowhere, California and uh, a bunch of different outlets. And I'm at work on the floor when I shouldn't have my phone out, <laughs> looking at my phone, and kinda of just got this feeling like watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. I'm like Okay, so I turn down my phone, so no noise, so nobody can really hear me right. on my phone. And I go to the Hollywood Reporter article, hit play, trailer starts up, and second quote into the trailer, because you know, critic quote trailers, they'll have a quote from a trailer. And,
1: right, and, and, and so, yeah, I'll you know. like, yeah.
0: And my quote was the second quote. It said My quote was, this is the type of movie franchises are built upon. Joshua Gilmore, NowhereCalifornia.com.
1: And that's when he lost his eye, folks, in a random boner accident. Yeah.
0: I took out half the shelves in <laughs> because I was standing there just going, holy shit. <laughs> and that's about the loud as loud as I went because I was at work. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. And so
1: well, then he immediately sends me a message and is like, holy shit, look at this.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't say holy shit. I was like, um watch this Oh, me. that's right, yeah. You were, because you were pretty I, sly. And I you know, wanted to be sly. I couldn't... Right. I wanted to be able to go to them and go, hey, watch this, and be there with them, but I'm at work, but I wanted to make sure everybody gets right. to see and it as quickly the, as possible.
1: You know, after the eye boner incident, yeah. you didn't want to.
0: Yeah. You know, So I was, I was being sly about it, like, hey, um, can you watch this? There's something kind of off about this trailer.
1: And I watched, and I watched, and I was, you know, critical eye the whole time. I'm like, huh, oh, what's going on? And it gets to the end where it's, you know, talking about the he offers up the uh, uh, the quotes from the news media outlets, and there he is, and I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome!" So, you know, for uh, for those people out there, you know, the the uh, uh, Kevin Smiths and Ralph Garman's of the world, or the Kevin and Beans of the world, or the now retired uh, Mark and Brian's of the world, yeah. or you know, whatever your radio program might be, or your podcast might be, whatever your level is. This is our injury level. This is us going, holy shit. Really? Like, it's almost like an arrival for us.
0: Yeah, but we've arrived a lot of times. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this, this is, this this is, is our third a, third arrival. This is kind
1: of a, a stroking of the ego for us. And oh, it yeah. Gives us a little confident booster and stuff like that.
0: So. Funny thing was, I finished watching it, like, for the third time on the floor of work, and then somebody, one of my team members walked by, and it was a person I knew probably would give a shit about. Yeah. I'm like, hey, um, this just happened. I told them, and we're were like, Kind of gave me this look like,
1: huh? Nowhere, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> but they,
0: they understood the gravity of. Yeah. Because also, too, I told them this. It's a Sony distributed film. Right. So um, it's, a, it's not just some yeah, random, random production company saying, yeah, hey, it's it's not this not is a trailer. small little and production. It also company. appeared in Hollywood Reporter. Yes. So it was like, holy crap.
1: Well, and who do we know has rights? Like Sony has rights, too?
0: Sony has Ghostbusters.
1: Also has Spider-Man.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no. They don't have all the rights. No,
1: they have the rights. They have the they have the film franchise rights. They're just currently on loan to Marvel. Well, so. they,
0: no, they're, they're still in the mix. Yeah, no, They're reaping the benefits as Marvel no, does it no, 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 correctly. No, they do. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, but but that being said, they are influential in that in yeah. that realm. God damn it. The point I was trying to say is that Spider-Man was part of that realm. I was trying to be, trying to be cool. You just shit on me. I'm sorry. Okay, go continue. Continue. Okay, well, that was about it. Oh. (laughs) Fuck. Well, I guess, uh, you know, you you brought us a a whole bunch of joy, and so now I'm going to kick legs out from underneath us and bring Mm -hmm. us down a little bit. My
0: pooper brought you joy?
1: Doesn't it always? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's be fair. You can't hide that, can you? No, no. But, you know, it's... Because
0: we have to go from we got to make, we're going to be making these jokes because unfortunately
1: we got to go from the good to the bad. Um, You know, in lots of mediums all throughout um, social media, through podcasting, through radio, television broadcast, pop culture in general. Yeah. Pop culture in general, we lose people, whether they be young or old. Uh, You know, some of it's the passing of the old guard and the promotion of the new, Um, you know, whatever it may be, we lose people all the time. And since we've been gone, like we said, for a hot minute, we've had a few passings, uh, some that are a little more personal than others, and uh, others that have just kind of impacted the the pop culture world at large, yeah. so would you like to uh, j- jump in here?:
0: I guess the first one we'll discuss will uh, go right into like the a legendary voice mm-hmm. uh, a grunge icon if you want to still wrap them into the world of grunge, but honestly, Chris Cornell transcended that genre.
1: I would say that. I remember uh, the MTV movie, or movie Awards, the MTV Music, uh, uh, Video Music, good God. The MTV Video Music Awards. Jesus, you corrected me. That's how long we've been gone. Yes. Okay, so at those things that MTV did a while back. When music mattered. <laughs> I remember uh, Soundgarden received uh, a, an award, or, or a Mooney, the yeah. Moon Man.
0: The Moon Man. Yeah,
1: the Moon Man Award for um, Best Alternative Act. Yeah. And they said, we're, we're not alternative. Or rock. Yeah. You know. Well, so. <laughs> I, you know, I think grunge fell into the rock category. Yeah. You know. It was that, that cutting edge. Had a, had a new voice. Wasn't the, the poppy kind of sound. Or some of the hair band sound that was coming out of the 80s. It's good the it's dawn still, of the 90s. You know.
0: Still. It's good to have that name of the genre being grunge. For even right. that hot minute. Like you've been saying this entire episode.
1: Right.
0: Uh, because it does kind of remind you of that moment in time.
1: It does. It takes you back to uh, you know where you were because can... Michael
0: Jackson was top in the charts and yeah, everything. And then I all mean, of a sudden,
1: I can tell you where I was when I first heard uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Oh yeah. And then you know the first time I heard uh, "Temple of the Dog." You know, hunger strike, Yeah. or Soundgarden's "Black Hole Sun," or Pearl oh, Jam's I, I was, "Jeremy." I was know. late to the moment
0: on that one. Like, Yeah, see, I was—I was, still, still, was at the forefront of that. I was still in my uh, Weird owl moments at that time. It's I, not it, a bad thing. Weird I still Al's, am. Yeah, yeah, Weird Al is, is. I am wearing You're shirt. rocking it
1: today. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. I love Weird Al, but, but um, uh, over
0: time, like I started to grow out in my music taste and everything, and it went directly to Nirvana, right? Tumble of Dog, Soundgarden, hell. I recently went to Hawaii, and I, I capped off my first night in Hawaii sitting on the shore of Hawaii
1: mm-hmm. with
0: the rain falling, rain falling down, and man. the freaking lightning flashing in the sky. No bolts because it was bolts; I'd be inside because I'd probably die. <laughs> but these just flashes of lights in the sky, yeah. and just listen to "Black Hole Sun."
1: It's you know, it, it's it's one of those songs that just really digs in and oh, sticks yeah. in your head. You know, and that video, yeah. That video yeah. was like
0: one of the first videos I saw where I was like, "Oh, these videos don't have to be fucking stupid all the
1: time. No, they can be. What the fuck? No, but uh, you know, for for me, uh, as a, you know, hitting my teenage years, in the late '80s, early '90s, uh, I would have sworn '70s. Fucking kill you dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bad segment to make death jokes. Sorry. So with you know, but, it's us. <laughs> but in in the '90s, for me. Um, You know that it was it was a movement. It was a it was a whole new. It was a a change. It was a big change, and uh, my friend Jeremiah and I we we talk about this pretty frequently, saying that we were very lucky to grow up in the '90s the way that we did. Oh yeah. We think that you know we we watched the the peaking and the dawn of of brand new bands that changed the face of the you know music world. And, uh, you know, others who had their best albums come out in the 90s, you know, such as Megadeth and Red Hot Chili Peppers with Blood Sugar... Blah, blood Sugar Sex blood Magic. Sugar, oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Stop correcting me. Now, I, uh, I know my it's chili peppers, fucker. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I do, too. I just came back from one of their concerts not that long ago. Now
0: you got to rub that in my yep, face. Yep,
1: <laughs> and I also went to see who? Temple of the Dog before Cornell. You know, but for, for me, Soundgarden, um, Chris Cornell was possibly, along with Eddie Vedder, Best voice, oh, in, yeah. in '90s rock, well, Just, even you know, when, silky and amazing. And when
0: Cornell even stepped away driving. from Soundgarden mm-hmm. and started doing some solo stuff, and then right. stepped in with the, some of the guys from Rage Against the Machine mm-hmm. with Audio Slave. Like I, like I've said, my music taste kind of fluctuates and right. everything. But as soon as I heard uh, the the first uh, track off of the Audio Slave album, I forget the name, Cochise. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard that, I bought the CD as soon as it came out.
1: Right, and Maybe. then they also did the. Uh, let me see. No, was he
0: did a solo, the James Bond. Yeah, he solo. did the
1: solo James Bond one. But they also did. They uh, Soundgarden came together to do uh, the Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, can't forget that.
1: That's right. So, you know, he was he was widely considered one of the you know most groundbreaking musicians of the '90s. I mean, like I said, we we were really lucky with people like Cornell, like uh, you know um, uh, Eddie Vedder. Like Kurt, uh, Kurt Cobain, you know. Um, uh, <clears throat> the the Shannon list, Hoon. yeah, Shannon Hoon from from Blind Melon. I mean, the the list really, really goes on and on. I know I'm just kind of stopping there. There's shitloads more that I yeah, can go. Yeah, you,
0: you can correct us. Uh, <clears throat> Facebook.com/slash nowhere California. NowhereCalifornia.com.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to. Uh, but Cornell, uh, amongst my group of friends, we, you know, my my friend Bill really thinks that Cornell was. The voice of our generation loves him. I would Absolutely. totally agree. He's a favorite singer, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, you don't miss. I think actually, I think you you might miss a little bit more of the music and translation when you listen to the CD or the you know digitally as you do now, um, you know, than when you see him live. Oh yeah, just unreal. Just it was ethereal and it was amazing to listen to them play. And I mean, you have to understand, Temple of the Dog released one album. Oh, yeah yeah. One album. And they were so sought after. We That that concert sold out in minutes. And there was only a handful of dates. If you look at the back of my tour shirt, there's only a handful of dates. And we were lucky enough to, to go see that and, and, you know, really just listening to Hunger Strike and just the amazing talent. Well, even you
0: can go onto YouTube and they there's video from his last performance online yeah. on YouTube, and it's beautiful. Like, people that were interviewed after the fact are going, like, there, there was something that seemed to be going on, but the show was just so phenomenal. Well,
1: you know, here's here's something I'll, I'll throw out there for you. You know, we, we had another passing not that long ago with Prince. Yeah. Did you know that he covers what's well, Sinead O'Connor song, but the, the song yeah. written by Prince? Nothing compares to you. Holy shit! If you Beautiful. guys get a chance, look it up. He also does a cover of uh, Michael Jackson's "Beat It." Nice. Slows it down and it's acoustic. Holy shit.
0: Well that just Man, shows was the...
1: unreal yeah. talent. Unreal talent. And uh it was it it was one of those soul crushing moments because it, it was he was such an important part of, of me and my childhood and music yeah. was such a big thing for us. So when we found out that, that Chris Cornell had passed, yeah. uh you know, there, of course there was a lot of speculation around his passing right off the bat because it was it was initially labeled suicide. Yeah. Um, it turns out that, as we're finding out now, that he took medication for anxiety and, uh, you know, for things like that. As I imagine anybody who would have their life invaded day by day by fans. and oh, even the, just the creative mind. Media and, and
0: yeah. And, the creative mind can right. be a motherfucker.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look at look Kurt Cobain. You know, yeah. he went into a, a spiral and, and, you know, wound up killing himself over, or, you know, his own issues. Yeah. So... But Cornell always seemed like such a... What was a,
0: the ruling, though?
1: The ruling, accidental suicide, is basically is us? Yeah, because, um, and his his wife had been on the phone with him, and if I have these facts wrong, please correct me, but from what I've heard through media outlets and, and through the internet, is that he was in his hotel room. He'd been having some trouble with his anxiety and depression. he had taken medication. She believes that he had taken... Uh, that he'd forgot that he had taken a dosage yeah and taken another one on top of it and one of the side effects to it is um, that it can increase suicidal thoughts so for somebody who's suffering from anxiety who might be suffering from depression yeah uh, you know Robin Williams great great point to that-, that we we didn't know the battles that were going on in his head. But
0: also too that uh, I recently watched an interview with Bobcat Gothwaite mm-hmm. and he was talking about what exactly was the problem. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, uh it wasn't depression and everything, but it was a form of dementia that right. caused it. It wasn't like it was like well, any exact like it could have been a medication thing where depression could have been squashed and everything. It was it was something legitimately wrong with his brain. I forget the name. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's. Commonly misdiagnosed as uh, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. But the.
1: Okay, so that's what that. Because yeah. I was going to say he also had just found out that he had this. But I mean. Yeah, but it, the,
0: it was. A, it, it happens. You know,
1: with, with, a, with my mother being in, in long term care <clears throat> and in her 80s, um, I've seen people who have dementia. I've seen people who have al- Alzheimer's. Yeah. And I can't imagine something more horrifying than losing yourself and losing all of the memories that you've made over the years. Oh, yeah, I mean what a what a fucking horrific thing, you know. Oh yeah. So, you know, it really made me rethink about the way that I, you know, used to make jokes about like Ronald Reagan and stuff like that because he had oh. Alzheimer's and you know different different things uh, along that line. But uh, it, it's it's just a nightmare. But,
0: it, but it's also even going back to like uh, Chris Cornell's anxiety and mm-hmm. depression issues, and also to with the recent passing of uh, Stevie Ryan. Yeah, local girl here. Yeah, she's,
1: she grew up here in Victorville.
0: Yeah, and she had her uh, show on uh, VH1 Stevie TV. She mm-hmm. uh, was doing a podcast. She was doing everything, and everything seemed to be going good, and everything, until her grandpa passed away. Yeah. And that spiraled her depression.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, there's, there's probably no... Since we've discussed this on the show before, you know, with uh, Doug. Yeah, and all And I'll, his anxiety and things like that. And I'll I
0: mean, I'll throw it out there right now, too. I'm currently trying to get mine under control and everything and uh just even stepping behind this mic is one of the things that i've always needed for you right
1: you know um you know my wife after having our daughter she went through a horrible bout of, of depression and still carries depression anxiety with her um it comes on so fast oh yeah it comes on so so very fast and you you don't always have it within yourself to identify the triggers. Uh, there's times where I try to talk her through it and say, "Hey, okay, so what what was it that triggered it? What did it?" And sometimes she can respond, other times she just gets very frustrated and it and it causes, you know, tension and things like that and it it's a struggle for me for those around people who have depression yeah. to remind yourself, okay, this is a struggle she's going through. This person isn't being an asshole or overly, you know, sensitive about something They're they're going through something yeah, that it's, you it's don't not, understand.
0: And sitting alone doing it is, right.
1: and, and this is horrendous. Is, it's it's one of these unique things where you have people who... Two people can have the exact same depression, but in completely different ways. And so it's it varies from, from person to person to person. And it's, you know... It, it is something that's so debilitating and it can come on so quickly. So, from the events that I understand, he was on the phone with his wife. Yeah. She immediately called the rest of the band members and was like, "You need to yeah, get to his there. fucking room now and check on him." And, you know, was, by the time they got there and got a door open and all of that stuff, was already, you know, he he already taken his own life. Um but you know, it it's just a reminder that anybody even the rich and famous can feel alone and isolated, oh. you know, and uh, can, can run through this gamut of depression and isolation, and even in a room full of thousands of people can feel singled out. And- well, that's
0: the one thing I've always uh, understood about with comics, like how they, like most comics are upfront about their damage. Yeah. Because it's like, they know they the therapy is out on that stage. Right. And as soon as you're away from that stage, you're not in front of people and everything, you sink. You want, yeah. them, you, you. it's like being on Coke and then you get away from it and then you're just, you're dry until you get back on that stage. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess the best way to wrap it all up in this part of the conversation is if honestly, if you or anybody, you know, uh, seems to be having these kind of troubles, or you just know that you're noticing signs with them, or you're noticing signs with yourself. Talk to somebody. Talk to your friends. Talk to anybody. Help. Do what we're doing. Grab a mic.
1: Yeah, do whatever it takes to get you through that moment, except harming yourself yeah. or others.
0: It's a you know? it's a permanent answer to never changing question.
1: Yeah, it really is, and and I promise you that, you know, finding a way to live, finding a way to carry on is going to be so rewarding cuz you you never know what's just waiting for you around the corner. Yeah. You know, and you have people around you that'll that'll listen. And I'm telling you right now, if you're if you're sitting in a room alone right now or if you if you go through depression alone, if you're one of these, you know, like we are, self-proclaimed nerd kids who's isolated or picked on and you feel you feel like you're by yourself, you know, Fuck, reach out to us, you know, yeah. reach out to us. We'll gladly, shit, we'll, we'll, we'll
0: Skype you. We'll, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll
1: glad you put, you put you on board, you know, we'll, we'll do something, whatever it's going to take to get you through that. But, you know, we're, we're not professionals. We can't, we can't there's only so identify, much. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. only so much we can do. We can be there, you know, and others can be there for you. But if you really need help,
0: uh, give uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline a call. They're, it's open 24 hours a day. And they're always there to listen. Call them at one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. I'm going to repeat it one more time: one eight hundred two seven three eight
1: two five five. You know, to to touch once more on the on the the suicide portion of things, we lost another one to suicide as well. Yeah, uh, it's the whole reason that Zack Snyder stepped away from uh, the Justice League films um, amidst. A shitstorm of jokes some that I I had made as well too but then when I understood and especially as a father of four daughters when I understood what had happened because I I initially wasn't aware of of what happened. Nobody knew. But his daughter Autumn, 20 years old, entire life ahead of her uh, felt like she had nowhere else to turn and and committed suicide.
0: Yeah and he initially threw himself back into work because he thought that would be the best thing to do but. A lot of people do. Yeah, and honestly, that'd be something that I'd do too, but then he realized he had to step away and get with his yeah, family. it and wasn't just
1: about him. He needed to be there yeah. for his wife and his kids and everything else, and yeah. so, you know, he stepped away from the Justice League project to do that. We have J.J. Um, uh, Joss. Uh, Joss Whedon, sorry. <laughs> I was looking at something else, and I said J.J. Abram. Uh, we had Joss Whedon step in uh, to take over the, the reins of the Justice League, and, uh, you know,
0: and he's going to be waiting for Zach when he comes back. Yeah,
1: you know, and, uh, you know, make, make the jokes all you want about his films, you know. like well, the, there was Bay actually some like people
0: it. online that were giving, making light of the situation, and I fired back. I was told them, like, fuckers. Yeah, there's, yes, look, there's there, always there's there's going to be trolls. Be, there's a fine line between fandom and trolls, and you're being that.
1: Well, you know, people, people are their bravest when they're behind a keyboard, and they're oh, not yeah. face-to-face with somebody, you know. And, and that's the reason <clears> I called
0: them out, like,
1: yeah. There's a lot of a lot of pussies that can hand you know stand behind a keyboard. I keep you know what? I'm gonna step back. I apologize, ladies. I'm not gonna use that word to connotate anything negative because it's one of my favorite places to be. So <laughs> yeah. I, plus my daughters came from there and uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. They're cocks. That's a good point. Men destroy things way more than women do. Yeah. So uh, I don't. Uh, these, I don't. I'm not afraid of shaming men. These pricks. These cocks. Well, yeah. You know they. They're just these cowards is really the word yeah. to go with. They're absolute cowards to get behind a keyboard and start smashing somebody. They only see somebody. the
0: sunlight like twice a year you know, because their mom's force them out of the basement.
1: Maybe they have their own issues. Maybe, you know, I know some people bully out of bullying. Yeah. You know, other things like that. Other people just are insensitive assholes. Who, yeah. Uh, I think I can use that body part. No one's an asshole. Uh, yeah. Underappreciated, I understand, but still. But, you know, these keyboard commandos that get behind there and start launching a salvo of, of crap at others. You know, because they think they're being funny or hey, I'm outside of the box or I'm yeah. edgy and fuck you. You're not. You're yeah. just you're just a piece of shit is what you are. Yeah. But uh, you know, our our thoughts and and you know, prayers and feelings and whatever we might have and hopefully yours as well too, we'll go out to the Snyder family. The Ryan uh, family or the Ryan family, yeah, and, and, then and we'll go out to the, the Cornell, Cornell family, family as well.
0: And all the fans and everything. Yeah. And just like we were just discussing too, just You're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're going through that yourself or you know somebody that's going through it. Yeah. We're here with you.
1: You know, I, I had to take a step back from my, my 90s thing for a little bit and realize that so many voices from my childhood are fucking gone. That's, you a, know? that's a therapy
0: episode coming up soon. I know.
1: <laughs> One of my buddies said the other day, he's like, we need to get a like, protective services around fucking uh, Eddie Vedder right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But I think he's
0: a Highlander, <laughs> to be perfectly honest.
1: He is. <laughs> like, he, have you ever seen anything that he's done with... Uh, um, uh, anything you, he's you done. Know? Yeah, but, I mean, like, if, if you see anything that he does... Why with, pinpoint uh, a project? <laughs> Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. We'll just move on. So we have we have one more that we need yeah. to cover, <clears throat> and um, I, you know, I, I you won't know this, but I had stopped the recording so that we could touch on this one last, just because I I think that it's- for somebody who got so fucked in Hollywood and so pigeonholed in Hollywood, uh, his farewell was probably one of the most fitting and one of the most. Long overdue and well-deserved. Yeah,
0: from the and, star uh, to uh, yeah the yeah. the animated uh, Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, and we still have another one coming.
1: Adam West. Yep, we um,
0: lost the bright night.
1: Yeah, and uh, that was a term that he absolutely loved. He, he hated the whole brooding, dark Batman feel. Uh, he liked that Batman was a source of inspiration. If you ever want to see anything that's just absolutely colorful and wonderful please go back and watch the 66 Batman. I think it ran oh, from yeah. 66 to 68. And, uh, he just embodied that his entire life and tried, tried to get out from underneath it a few times, not necessarily pushing it aside. He just, just wanted, wanted to move, move on and yeah,
0: keep his career going to other
1: acting things. And, and Hollywood really kind of fucked him. And, uh, you know, our inspirational podcast, uh, um, Hollywood Babylon, Babylon Ralph Scarman, uh, had a chance to work with him, you know, idolize them. Yeah. Worked with him. And then, uh, Became really good friends with him, and he championed the cause uh, to get him a star on the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. I
0: think it was the the um, doorman to get him into Family Guy.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, I mean, and that's again, that's you know Seth MacFarlane's. Recognition of talent and yeah. uh, and all that stuff and goddamn it he was funny as mayor west. Oh, I, I kind of <laughs>
0: I know they probably won't really do anything with the mayor just to keep it protected for him.
1: Well, they're supposed to. I, I thought they were going to do something for it. They were they were going to acknowledge it in some way. Yeah, have
0: I, I my idea would be to have a deputy mayor come in.
1: You know who deputy mayor should be? Dick Ward. But yeah, <laughs> will you say Dick Ward? Burt Ward? Burt Ward? Dick Grayson. <laughs> Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson? Ward? I think he'd be He's fine Robin. with being called Dick Ward, <laughs> but. Uh, I think it'd be kind of funny. And to just break. have
0: Mayor West calling in every so often yeah. and have Bert on the phone going,
1: I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be a, a very fitting replacement if we had a deputy mayor that came in to take over. Uh, but, you know, Adam West, he he championed so many causes, you know, was never afraid to get into the cowl if somebody had one at a, oh, a convention yeah. or whatever and take pictures with somebody. And
0: uh, I got a couple of pictures
1: of them. Did you? Yeah, that's yeah. right, you did. Yeah, that's right, and, and, you did. And
0: this is weird because I'll throw in, unfortunately, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher has the same... I didn't get any pictures of her, though, because right. our first... The kamikaze, the initial kamikaze mm-hmm. we were able to go to, Carrie Fisher was there doing photo ops and everything, mm-hmm. and I passed by the little roped-off area, the curtained-off area, and if the curtains opened up a little bit, and I saw Carrie there standing there with her dog in the seat. I was like, I saw Carrie Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> and then the recent... Uh, L.A. Comic Con, mm-hmm. uh, Adam West, Burt Ward. Uh, That's right. Julie Newmar. Newmar. Mm-hmm. They were there doing pictures too. Yes. And I was passing by the photo op area too when they were loading up into. I think the... Lee was. Lee yeah. Too. Yeah, both They were loading Two, up three. into the golf carts and everything to take them off to the VIP area. Nice. And as soon as I saw them, I freaking flung out my phone and just start firing away because that was probably going to be the only way I'd be able to ever <laughs> get pictures of these guys
1: well it it was amazing to see how many fans came out and and the best and i think the the best send off that uh you know that that Adam could have received came in the form of uh um, mayor- gil-, gil Garcetti here oh, yeah. in, in l a um and the the chief chief of police of, of L.A., LAPD, and you just i cannot remember his damn name to say yeah. lucky. But uh, chief of police of LA, we'll leave it at yeah. that. <laughs> they, they came together and they put together an event that was organized with just a day or so. Uh, Ralph Garmin came and out nowhere on it, yeah. Yeah, Ralph Garmin was there and spoke on behalf of the West family. Um, uh, Bert Ward was there. It's like the only moment so was it, Dick Ward. during
0: my time in Hawaii, I'm gonna just graze right <laughs> over that. Like, I saw that uh, posting for the event in Hawaii, yeah, when, when I was in Hawaii, not the event, in yeah. Hawaii. yeah, and I was like. God, that's the only thing I, I know. Would know.
1: I I almost I almost called off for work to go down there, and it was just you know with, with l- our current work situations, it's been such a son of a bitch to.
0: Well, you're lucky I wasn't in town because I would have I would have hounded you until like, yeah until we're, we're going. going we're going we're going so fuck your work. But that's
1: okay because in just a little over, or maybe even a little under, twenty four hours to organize this, they 10, amazing thousand yeah plus fans. Showed up at the steps of City Hall in Los Angeles to watch them use, and they used one of the uh, Bat Signal props from. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, was for initial- the new the new films, what okay. it was. But then they digitally projected onto oh, cool the symbol. yeah onto the side of the building the original Batman Bat Signal, you know, in the, in the skies over Gotham, you know, and that's Gil Garcetti opened up and, and said right off the bat, you know, citizens of Gotham. You know, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that is awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the chief of police. I think it was Callahan or something yeah. like that. Or I, I Gordon. We'll just say Gordon. It, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> he, he, there was a specific police chief's name, I, and I can't remember his. So he, in that role, Callahan. played. Yeah, I think it was. Well, well
0: anyhow. We'll just move along. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, Mayor Garcetti turned to him and, and to the chief of police of, of L.A. And, and referred to him as, you know. Uh, you know, Captain Challenger or Chief Callahan or whatever yeah. it was. I'll, whoever the fuck the chief. Please, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's terrible, but uh, you know
0: we haven't received hate mail yet. So, uh, if well, this is going to be the straw eh, that breaks the camel's back, then eh, so be it.
1: You know, to, to me, it's more about uh, you know honoring Adam Adam, Adam Weston. Uh, yes. <laughs> Batman and Adam West. God damn it! I'm so flustered with this whole thing. Honestly, it, a lot of it has to do with I, I choked back a little bit because I listened to the Hollywood Babylon, yeah, and the 20 minute uh, eulogy that that you're Beautiful. Gunn, and he started off with I had a bad day and I just. Oh you know, well,
0: you were just listening to audio, uh, weren't you?
1: No, no, no. You sent me the.
0: But were you? I thought you were driving and listening to it.
1: No, the first time that I. Oh, okay. The first. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I take it back. Yes, the first time I, I heard. No, I had watched the video. You uh, sent me the video of it. And I watched that, and I bawled my eyes out. The second one was me listening to the podcast, oh, okay. and I realized what a fucking champ Ralph oh, God, is yeah. because
0: <clears throat> he did it at the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah, well, he did it, you know, midway through when they when uh, they did the Stiffs. Tinsel Town Stiffs on their sh- on their show on their podcast, Hollywood Babylon, and uh, and I'll I'll tell you right now, man, he pulled himself together after falling apart in front of everybody, and everybody allowed him to, and it was yeah. amazing. He fell apart, pulled himself back together, and finished that fucking show just as strong as uh, he would on any other I,
0: night. I, honestly, I lost it when I first saw his face. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he was, just he, he was a mess. He was a mess, and I know what it's like losing a friend like that. So yeah. we both do. Yeah. And uh, you know, it 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 was gut wrenching to watch. But like I said, it was a beautiful. Had, chunk and he of carried audio. that through until Monday. I listened to, to. I also listened to Kevin and Bean. Yeah. And uh, when he did his, uh, we talked about basically yeah, the Hollywood, the, the Hollywood beaten and, and all that stuff. He. Started in on that and broke down again. Yeah. And it was just hard to watch. So I'm going to quit my fucking stammering. I'm just going to say, you know Kevin what? Kevin Bean will probably just like, <clears throat>
0: shut up, man. We're going to start crying. I think they all did. I'm oh, sure yeah. they did. Because Allie, Adam was little... – Ally
1: fucking drops a – you know, still cried the drop of a hat. So. Well,
0: Adam was at Kevin Bean a lot too, so.
1: Yes. Yeah. And they, they you know, they really appreciated him and, and vice versa and whatnot. But uh, anyway, so I'll quit stammering through this trying to choke back a little bit. Uh, you know, just say thank you very much, Bright Night. And uh, – yep. You know, we, you you gave us a very short peek into the world of what Batman should be, and remind us, you know, of who he is, and and we thank you for that. So,
0: thank anyway. you, old chum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that basically will wrap it up for yeah our, for our return. One.
1: Yes, this is our. Uh, I got to
0: make sure we get a good uh, title for this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> spelunking in the rectum. I don't know. Uh, you know rectum something to that effect. Damn, you killed him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, but um, uh, it's uh, damn it. It feels good to be back. Oh yeah,
0: we're going to be back uh, later this month for Comic Con wrap up. Absolutely, and we're not going to be there again.
1: I won't be uh, stammering <clears throat> through the oh, next it, recording.
0: You never know what they might reveal. It'd That's be a maybe point. a whole another level of stammering.
1: That's very true. We could find out a whole bunch of cool shit because I, you know, I'll tell you right now. Leading into uh, San Diego Comic Con, I have not heard a whole lot of rumblings. Well, I
0: know uh, Star Wars is not going to be there,
1: right? Uh, uh, they seem they seem kind of trade off.
0: I think Disney is staying tight to the chest with their D twenty three stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the place they should reveal it. Exactly, it's their con. Absolutely. The now the Marvel stuff. We they haven't can, heard of anything yet. They can be a little yeah selective and stingy with. I'll tell you right now, though. Uh, leading leading into the the wrap up on this recording and heading into our new program that we got coming up, I saw the trailer for ABC's Inhumans. Oh god yes! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so dialed in, you oh know. God. We uh, we
0: got a trailer just, wrap up episode to do soon. Yeah, too. we certainly
1: do because you know uh, we're we're or tonight. Maybe write actually, it on our site of, as of this day. Tonight is the opening for Spider-Man: Homecoming. <sighs> So we'll be getting back to you on that. I mean, Josh will, will, because I don't go see any superhero movies anymore.
0: You're going to go see Captain (laughs) Underpants, though, right?
1: Fuck off. (laughs) Kick you in your underpants.
0: (laughs) So with that being said.
1: Yeah, this has been Nick.
0: And this has been Josh. And like we've done in the past with uh, these moments of remembrance of these great people, we'll leave you with the bright knight himself.
2: You know, as you get a little older, um, it's good to be recognized for something that you've worked hard about. And, um, you know, I've had 50 years of this nonsense. And uh, to be serious, it's really rewarding when people come up and say, and my letters say, "Uh, I wouldn't be a judge or I wouldn't be a janitor, I wouldn't be a cowboy unless I had watched you on television. And you gave me hope when I had no father. Uh, You know, it goes on and on. And I do them the courtesy of listening, because I'm impressed with humanity and the best aspects. And, damn it, it seems that we triggered so much of that with our series. That, like I said, it's rewarding to hear the fans' stories.